recording, 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 recording. This is fucking recording. This is. I swear to God, Ween. No one's out there to bother you. Get your hackles down. Go lie down. No one cares about you. Not even me. I don't care about you anymore. Because you're a bad dog. So, hey, everybody, it's me. Your boy, Stu McAllister, host of the Elemental Podcast. And today is Thursday, August 19th. Man, oh man, I can't believe we are almost done with August. We are oh so close to the uh, live podcast taping. We're going to be doing a live podcast August 28th. The Palatial Estates of Mr. Mike Pellerito in Lake Odessa, Michigan is the place. Matt Harper from another episode podcast is going to be uh, providing the equipment to do it. We're going to be showing the classic movie, Cocktail, when we're done with the podcast. Podcast will start about 7, should be done around 10 or so, so not a super late night. Should be a fun night. Uh, it is for free. Uh, and uh, Mike has said that uh, he'll have some food there, but it's kind of first come, first serve. He's not going to have a ton of food. Uh, porta potty. If you want to get ham boned, you can camp out if you want. It's it's going to be a good time, everybody. Uh, I have zero idea what it will be like, but uh, I guarantee that we're going to try and have fun. We're we're going to have fun. I said try. I take it back immediately. We are. We're going to have fun, even if I have to beat the shit out of you to have fun. We are going to have fun. So I will. I'm going to make a Facebook evite this weekend. So look for that. I will have the address and everything else. Just kind of looking to see who is coming, how many people are coming. We can plan appropriately. I mean, uh, the first live podcast that I did, we had about uh, 4,000 people there. <laughs> and uh, by 4,000, I mean uh, you can subtract 3,990. Actually, I think we probably had somewhere between 30 and 40. So that was, uh, that was a great turnout. A lot of fun. A lot of fun, everybody. Jamie will be making appearance. Graham Van Bach is coming out of retirement to play along with us. Uh, we're going to have a whole lot of fun. So look for that, everybody. So how was your day? How was your Thursday? It was good? Was it good? It was hot for this boy. Hot for this boy. I drove around the great state of Michigan delivering more dip and dots. School is starting. School is starting here, everybody, and people always go, ah, so does Dippin' Dots taper off when summer's over? And I'm like, not really, because we, we change from, like, state parks and uh, RV campgrounds and things of that nature, and then it goes right into schools and colleges and things like that. But with all this lovely pandemic stuff going on, all this Rona stuff, the uh, Delta variant and whatever else. It's got me worried, everybody. It's got me worried that schools are going to close down again. There won't be need for dots when no kids are in school. So it's got me nervous because that, uh, that's legitimately what my job was in the winter. Delivering to schools. Didn't have a route, so I was probably one of the first People to get laid off back when all this shit started back in uh, 2020, approximately a year and a half ago. 
Gross. I would prefer not to be laid off. But whatever happens, happens. I'm doing what I can. I got my shot. My vaccination. I wear my mask, although I'm amazed at how many people I see not wearing masks wherever I go. Even in the schools today, just weren't seeing teachers or uh, staff or whoever wearing masks. I'm like, God bless America, man. It's a very simple thing. Very simple thing to do, and a lot of people just don't want to do it. So um, we'll see. We'll see. I went For those who are unaware, I got a cat named Shrimpy, and Shrimpy does not get along with my other cats and my cat, Cow. As a result, has decided to take on peeing on everything, that motherfucker. So I have determined that I'm going to make Shrimpy Cat an upstairs cat, and the other cats can just hang out downstairs. So I had to get myself a baby gate. I got me one of them there baby gates. Went down to Meyer. Meyer. Picked up a baby gate last night, and when I was trying to put it together last night, it was just too late for me. I was too tired. It was a 13-hour day yesterday. I had to be up super early again today, and I'm like, fuck, it's too damn, too damn late. So I didn't put it up. I want to put it up, because then she at least has the hole upstairs for her to roam around, and hopefully Cal will stop peeing on my goddamn couch. I can't have him pee on this motherfucker. Why can't cat pee smell like roses or some shit? A lilac bush or something. Oh, God, am I outside or did a cat pee on the couch? (laughs) Oh, fuck. I am very tired again today. But we're going to plow through this, everybody. We're going to plow through this. Yesterday was all rant. All rant on the Patreon, all, I was angry about a situation, and, uh, just, just not, just not good, it was, it was cathartic for me, and I appreciate the people who reached out, so, uh, kudos to them, mucho gracias, so today, today, will be stories, stories from the headlines, Stories from the headlines. This uh, first story, story, true story, is uh, post-Olympic shit. I didn't watch any of the Olympics. It's not a brag. I'm not bragging about it. It's just, it was the reality of it. I've never fucking got around to watching any of it. and Also because I just didn't really fucking care. I didn't fucking care about the Olympics. There's no compelling stories for me that made me go, oh, fuck, Olympics are great. But this is a story, this is a story uh, about a a woman from the Olympics. She was from Poland. And fuck me, I'm not going to be able to say this lady's name. Um, Maria Andrzejczyk as close as I'm going to get. She was a javelin thrower in the Olympics. That's the, she's the spear thrower. That's what she does. She just chucks that spear as far as she can. And apparently she's pretty good at it because she won the silver. Pretty fucking good, right? Not too shabby. 
But um, she said, I, I got to get rid of this fucking thing. And so she put her silver medal that she just won not even a month ago uh, up for auction. And um, she got, uh, how much money did she get? Does it say here how much money she get? She got 1.5 million Polish zlots. I guess that's how you say the Polish version of the dollar. Zlots, Z-L-O-T-Y-S. Zlotis, I don't know. Which is approximately $385,000. So that's a shit ton of money, everybody. That's a shit ton of money. And um, the reason she sold it, you're like, Stu, why would she sell something that should probably have a whole lot of uh, sentimental value for her. And I'm like, yeah, you would think so, right? But um, this lady has had some, there's been some medical health issues. She herself, Maria, she's only 25 and she's already a cancer survivor. In 2018, she suffered from osteosarcoma. It's a cancer that forms uh, in the bones. How fucking awful must that be? Gonna be fucking ridiculously bad. Uh, but she also has a small child who has medical health issues. How bad is that? Uh, it's to save her infant's life. She has an eight-month-old boy, and. Uh, Need they need to get this kid from Poland where they live to Stanford University in California to have a heart saving surgery done. And uh, so she she went and um, she put this thing up for auction. She's like, ah oh, fuck, I gotta I need money to save my kid's life. My eight month old boy has got fucking heart issues and shit. So uh, she did, and there was a uh, convenience store in Poland that put up the winning bid, Zabka. I guess it's the 7-Eleven of Poland. I wonder what their Slurpees are like. What is a, what is a fucking meaty Slurpee that a Polish 7-Eleven could sell, or a potato, a potato Slurpee? Fucking weirdos. So Zabka won, paid 1.5 million Zlotskis or whatever. But the company said, you know what, chick? Here's the money, and you can keep that fucking metal. We don't fucking want it. Where's Zabka? We got potato Slurpees. What do we need with the fucking metal? It's not even gold, bitch. Keep that shit. So that's super awesome that uh, Zabka decided to fucking throw some cash at this chick to help her with her baby. I mean, these people are all amateurs, right? I mean, that's supposed to be why you love the Olympics. These people are doing it for the love of the sport. Who the fuck loves throwing javelins? Is there a professional javelin league? I can't even imagine what that would be like. How many people die every year from fucking having someone hit them with a javelin? <laughs> fucking, 
It's got to be the deadliest of sports, Javelin. So they should just make her be their fucking spokesperson, right? Hey, our spokesperson for our potato slurpees is uh, Maria Andershot. Fucking, she knows how to throw this spear. She can really fucking huck a spear. You guys know what I'm talking about. So good for her. She got a lot of cash. They got some good publicity. She gets to keep the medal. Hopefully the baby survives. It's weird that the baby's got to go all the way from Poland to fucking uh, Stanford University in California. You would think the whole fucking goddamn country of Poland would have a decent uh, medical center for kids. But, I mean, what do I know? Maybe this kid's got something so specific and so crazy that only one person in the world knows how to deal with it. But that's nice for her. Good for her. Good for her. Now she should at least, like, just fucking sponsor potato slurpees. <laughs> Good. This story that I, this story that I saw, you know, I uh, the other day. Uh, this is a, an aside from the story I'm going to talk to you about. I had a post about how boxed water is better than water that comes in plastic. I do like boxed water. If, if people are like, what the fuck's boxed water? It's uh, you know. Instead of, of a carton of milk, it's a carton of water. And they call it, they just call it very generically boxed water. And they're saying it's better for the environment. I'm sure it is. Uh, apparently, the box is just cheaper to make. It's, re, it's used with uh, plant-based packaging. And apparently it is, I don't know if I, excuse me, I don't know if I just said it, but apparently it is recyclable and if nothing else it is pretty easy to fucking uh, deteriorate but i keep getting all these commercials and ads for it i'm like take it fucking easy the goddamn internet and facebook and whoever else is goddamn spying on me it's weird because there's an ad for it on on this article that i'm about to read you this happened down in good old Alabama, and of course it happened in Alabama. When you think Alabama, what do you think? You think uh, racism first, probably, uh, stupidity second, probably, and then you probably think uh, incest or weird sexual stuff third, right? Those are the three things. Uh, may maybe if you're a fucking weirdo, you're thinking Alabama football, but fucking come on, man. Come on. You're thinking racism, stupidity, weird sex shit, fucking your sister. That's Alabama in a nutshell. I just covered it. Uh, this art, this uh, news article is covering the third thing, weird sex shit. An Alabama man, this happened down in Mobile County, an Alabama man was shot by his wife's boyfriend who was secretly living in the couple's double wide. Jesus Christ. The sheriff's office said Michael Amaker, the wife's boyfriend, for over a year had been living at the house shortly before the shooting. The woman had been allowing him to stay within the home for a couple of days, providing him food. There were bottles of urine in the room, which indicated he had been in there for a little while. I mean, how, how, how big is your double wide that you can have another person live in it and not have the other people know, right? Like, 
clearly the other person's got to be like blind or incredibly indifferent or incredibly stupid, which would be, you know, number two in the things that we know Alabama for. The sheriff's office hadn't uncovered a motive for the wife telling her husband that Amaker was an intruder. So apparently she was lying. Investigators said she was too intoxicated to be interviewed after the shooting. Jesus. Um, I really wish that there were pictures of all of these people. I'm assuming that the wife, the wife of Michael Amaker, is just a disgusting slob of a human being. I can't imagine she's a hot dime bag. I just am not seeing it. Because first off, Alabama. That should be the giveaway. Alabama should be the giveaway of fucking, like, lack of teeth, uh, the fucking uh, Cheeto gut. Um, it's just not fucking going to be an attractive woman. I could be wrong. Could be wrong. Could be wrong. But I'm I'm kind of downing it. I mean, just the fact that she was in too intoxicated to be interviewed after the shooting. Apparently, the men shot each other. <laughs> so that's just fucking wonderful. Whose bright idea is it? Like, okay, uh, listen, I know I'm married to this dude, but I want you to live in the same house. I know we can probably make this work out. We got to ease into it though. Like you. Come on, you come in here into our double wide, and uh, you can stay in the spare bedroom's closet. You can stay there, and then slowly but surely, I'll, I'll call you. I'll tell my husband that you're like the handyman. You came over to fucking fix the pipes, if you know what I'm talking about. And then I say, oh, he also does some yard work. Oh, fuck. Let's, why don't we just have him stay since he's here all the goddamn time? Hey, why don't we have a threesome? Well, the, the world's grossest Alabama threesome. Just dumb. I feel bad for the husband. He shot the wrong person. He should have shot his wife. That's what he should have done. That's what he should have done. He should have shot her in the face. But probably she's so fat and so obese that if he shot her, it wouldn't have done anything. It had been just like shooting a, a tub of butter. <laughs> oh, so bad. So dumb. So dumb. Well, we'll see what happens here. Will I ever get a follow-up to the story? Never. I'll never get a fucking follow-up to the story because it's Alabama. And we all will move on with our lives, and I will have forgotten all about that shit. So, um, one thing that people will never forget is shit that's posted online. And uh, there's a guy who's in the news lately, and apparently she, um, not she, he, uh, is getting into some trouble. And I'm talking about the one, the only Mr. Mike Richards. And you're thinking, oh my God, Kramer is back in the news? Nope, not fucking Kramer. Not Kramer. I'm talking about Mike Richards. This is the guy who's going to be taking over the hosting duties of Jeopardy. Do I know who the fuck he is? No, I don't know who the fuck he is. Do I feel like this, that the uh, the fix was in, that this guy got the job? 100%, I believe the fix was in. They had all of these stars, athletes, news anchors, actors, people that you actually fucking knew, quote-unquote, trying out for this job. 
And then who gets it? The one fucker that everybody's like, who? Who got the job? What fucking guy got the job? Mike Richards. Uh, apparently, he uh, has been an executive producer for a long line of uh, game shows in the past. And he's hosted some of these game shows himself. Apparently, back in 2013 and 14, he hosted a show called The Random Show. That's dumb, D-U-M-B, The Random Show. Stupid. Uh, Richards... 46 years of age, repeatedly used offensive language to describe and denigrate women's bodies, according to the Ringer's review of the 41 episodes available online until Tuesday. Richards confirmed in a statement that he has since taken the episodes down. In his apology, Richards said that it was humbling to confront a terribly embarrassing moment of misjudgment, thoughtlessness, and insensitivity from nearly a decade ago. Looking back now, there's no excuse. Of course, for the comments I made on this podcast, and I am deeply sorry. Oh, sorry. When I said it was a game show, I take it back. It was a podcast. I misspoke. I said game show just because this guy has been so fucking huge in game shows. He had a lot to do with The Price is Right and other game shows. So apparently this guy was just doing dumb dumb things on the random show stupid um and this guy is not sorry again it's another one of these things of this guy is not sorry he wasn't proactive and came out you know what back in this time frame i said some really dumb fucking things and uh, i probably shouldn't have and i i apologize for saying it i'm a dumb piece of shit Nope, he didn't do any of that nonsense. Instead, he waited until someone came across it and was like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Uh, and it's to me, it sounds like he was doing, quote-unquote, locker room talk. Anyway, Richard continues, the podcast was intended to be a series of irreverent conversations between longtime friends with, who had a history of joking around. Even with the passage of time, it's more than clear that my attempts to be funny and provocative were not acceptable, and I have removed the episodes. My responsibilities today as a father, husband, and public personality who speaks to many people through my role on television means I have substantial and serious obligations as a role model I intend to live up to. Again, no, you fucking don't, dude. Those episodes would still be up today for anybody to hear if you hadn't been called out. Go fuck yourself. And also, he's 36, so if those episodes happened in 2013-14, um, he's still like a 37-, 38-year-old man. You still know shit. When I was saying dumb shit to my buddies, I'm like going, thank God nobody's here to fucking record this shit. Right? Like, I knew. I've done drunk podcasts for this, for the Elemental podcast before. And when I went back and I listened to them, because those are the ones that I'm like, oh my God, I got to listen to this shit before I post it. I realized, oh fuck, I cannot ever post this thing because it was so outrageous and outlandish and offensive, even for me. that I'm like, I cannot put this out here. If I ever run for office or anything, someone's going to go back and listen to my podcast. They're going to listen to like the very first one. And they'll be like, oh my God, Stu said this, this, and this. And then I'll be like, I am not apologizing. I know what I said, and I am staying by by what I said because I'm a fucking dumbass. 
I'm not trying to be anybody's role model, and I'm a fucking idiot. Whatever. So this guy's a fucking idiot. This guy's a fucking idiot. Um, so apparently he's not the, the only host. The Big Bang Theory star, Blossom star, Mayambalik. Is that how you say her last name? I always get it wrong. She's going to host primetime specials and tournaments. He's going to do the day-to-day shit. And she's going to do the special shit, I guess. I don't know. This it sounds like this guy's a dirt bag, but it was it, it was the fix was in from the from moment one, right? Lavar Burton should have got it. In my brain, dude had it locked down. Well, whatever. I haven't watched that show in forever. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's the greatest show!" I guess whatever. It's just it's another trivia show, like all the other trivia shows. And I know a lot of people watched it for Trebek. But, um, you know, he's gone now. So this guy doesn't sound like he's going to be a Trebek. Sounds like he's going to be a fucking Trey loser. But we'll see. Last thing here, everybody. I love these stories. They're just so funny to me. I don't ever really play the lottery. I think maybe once in a while. And by once in a while, I mean like once every five years. We might play when the jackpot gets high. You know, Jamie and I bought a couple tickets last time the jackpot got up super crazy high. But there was a man in good old Massachusetts, a fucking mass hole. His name is Leonard Thomas. He won $500,000 off the Powerball. And it's not a ton of money. It's It's a lot of money. I'd be fucking happy with it. Here's the unusual thing about Leonard winning the $500,000 is that he waited almost one fucking year before collecting the prize. And the reason that gets brought up is because after one year, that money, I guess it just goes back into the pot or whatever. Like it, it, it doesn't sit there forever waiting for some fucking jackhole to come and get it to reveal their ticket. So you have one year to claim your prize. And he 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 did. So good old Leonard said, I heard about a Powerball ticket expiring on the radio, and then my nephew told me. I play at that store, and I have a plastic sleeve that I keep my tickets in. When I heard about the expiring ticket, I looked through the tickets in the sleeve and found a Powerball ticket from August 19, 2020. I had it scanned at a convenience store, and the clerk indicated that I had to go to the lottery to claim the prize. The dude duffed. Brought his dog, Mariah, to claim the prize in Dorchester. Motherfucking Dorchester. What a fucking weirdo. He's going to use the money to buy a small house or a year-round cottage. So good for him. He looks a little older. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but he looks a little older. But he brought, he brought his dog with him. And he won five hundred thousand dollars. The the convenience store gets a bonus of five thousand dollars. So good for them. Good for him. Good for the dog Mariah. She, Mariah looks like a nice chubby black lab kind of thing. Hopefully he buys her some treats. 
and uh, she lives a good life. Uh, do you guys fucking play? Like, it's just weird to me. Like, he played, but he, like, kept the ticket in the sleeve. Like, a whole fucking year. Don't you, like, just go check and look and see, or you just toss them? Fuck. It's weird to me that he hung on to it for a whole fucking year without checking it. But, hey, now he's $500,000 richer. Good for fucking Leonard. All right, everybody, that's it. It's a short one today. I apologize for the shortness, but, hey, it's free. It's free. If you enjoyed this, consider subscribing to the Patreon. Five bucks a month. Same bullshit. Lots of swearing. Constant swearing. Occasionally funny. Uh, and sometimes give away free shit to people. I gave away some free stuff today on my Facebook page. I gave away uh, three, four packs of tickets to the single-A baseball team here in Grand Rapids. So good reason to like the Elemental Podcast page. Good reason to like my fan page, Stu McAllister. Give away some free shit now and then. I'd like to think I'm relatively funny over there. i got funny things to say. Tomorrow's a fuck you Friday on my fan page. i got to come up with some things to tell people to go fuck themselves. So that's always fun. Unpopular Opinion Tuesday, Win It Wednesday, Fuck You Friday. It's always fun. Uh, if you guys can do me a favor on a couple things, if you can go listen to another episode podcast, that's Matt Harper and Mandy Elaine. They talk about movies that shaped their childhood. These So these are old movies. They're good 20 years plus. They're all movies you've heard of, you've seen, I'm sure. Every Wednesday they drop new episodes. This past Wednesday they talked about the uh, classic comedy movie, Weekend at Bernie's. I listened to the podcast. It was good times. So uh, go listen to another episode podcast on your favorite podcast platform, and you can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Do that for me. Then go check out the whole thing, Donut Shop in Forney, Texas. Like their Facebook page. And then if you ever get down to Dallas, hop on over to Forney and check out the Donut Shop. It's a gourmet donut shop. They probably don't have a potato donut, but uh, they probably got some good ones. Better than anything you're going to get at your local convenient gas station. So go like their fan page, if nothing else. And then if you ever do get down there, let me know. Let me know what the donuts are. I'm assuming they're great. Gourmet donuts are a lot of fun. Then uh, go check out the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam House and his wife, Stephanie. They eat coleslaw. They do Facebook Lives of themselves eating coleslaw. They give you the yay or the nay on the coleslaw. There's been a lot of nays. A lot of weird coleslaw they've been eating. I've been looking at it. It looks more like salad. But uh, go like their Facebook page, The Sunday Slaw, and give them a follow. And then last but not least, my boy John Midgley has a page for his magic exploits. It's Magic JBM, John Big Dick Midgley. So go like his page. Follow along with all his magic stuff. He's got a book for sale, too, if you're super into magic. And I'm talking like magic, magic, not magic the game or anything like that. Magic, magic. Be a magician. Kids all love that shit. You'll love that shit. It's always a lot of fun. So do those things for me if you could. Consider subscribing to the Patreon. Uh, the Bills play on Saturday. Looking forward to that game. And uh, that's it, everybody. You guys are great. I will talk to you on the Patreon tomorrow or uh, Monday on the freebie. We'll see you. Bye.